You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. It is Thursday, and uh, my husband's like, What's going on out there? What are you I- doing? <laughs> oh, keep that's it not. Down. Keep it down from that the isn't. Oh, he's trying to. It's, he's just said, keep it down. I'm trying to work. Listen, buddy, we're both in this together. I am Alicia, the host of the Save the Date Wedding podcast. That is Richard, my dear, dear betrothed. Are you betrothed or you're already betrothed? Me? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm betrothed. He's betrothed. He is uh, oh, Sorry, making. <laughs> You're just recording a podcast, babe. Oh, right, I must explain if you are new to the podcast. All right, mate. If, I must explain if you are new to the podcast. This is not the normal routine. I usually record this in my secret, quiet space. And uh, today, Rich is sharing my secret quiet space, which sounds like some sort of euphemism. It's not. It's just our lounge room. And uh, he's working from home. So we are sharing mutual spaces. He's clunking around. Actually, what you just heard him clunking around on, he's building me a bookcase out of copper piping and wood because we saw it on Pinterest. And we have to all laugh at that because you know how I feel about Pinterest. But this is actually, I think, going to be pretty sweet. And it's actually going to be my backdrop uh, for my YouTube videos and any sort of video situations that I wish to do. So yesterday we took ourselves off to, I don't know, was it a plumbing shop? Uh, timber merchants. A timber merchants with lots of like British guys in, not dungarees, but you know, they were pretty much like, you know, oh, what, what's going down with you? And we were there to buy all this copper piping, which you would normally use, you know, inside your house. You wouldn't see it. And... I'm like, hi, we're here to make a lovely bookcase that we found on Pinterest. And they're like, what's, what's she fucking on about? Uh, so we purchased all these goods and it's a project. So let's hope that Richard gets his ass into gear and he builds me my books. I'm busy. And he's, he builds me my bookshelf soon so you can see it. It is Q&A Thursday on the Save the Date Wedding podcast, which means that I get to hear your wonderful voicemails and read a couple of emails as well. I'm being biased now because all I want is your voicemails. I'm, I'm being really mean, like old school mean town now because I love your voicemails so much that uh, I'm, you know, more interested in the voicemails than the emails. That's me. I'm sorry. I'm going to call this episode Dean's episode because Dean has sent me... Dino. Oh, <laughs> Is this going to get annoying for our listeners? I don't think so. <laughs> Dino, well, you know, Rich, you've heard of Dean before. Yeah, Dino. Are you gonna, if you're going to talk, you need to come closer. No, I'm going to get a glass of water. He's getting a glass of water. Dino uh, is a regular listener. He is a former and more current groom chiller. It's really weird hearing Rich pour water in the background. Is a current and former bride... He's not a bride chiller, he's a groom chiller. I've lost my train of thought. It's weird having someone in the room while I'm talking. And uh, he has lots to say, so I would like to start by playing the first part of his voicemail. Here we go. Hi, Alicia. It's Dino here. Um, just enjoying a nice sunny morning outside. You can probably hear the birds tweeting in the background. Um, just wanted to quickly say thank you Um I was listening to your podcast and you um, 
you had a voice message that I sent in and uh, and you remembered our little blog that Hannah and I set up and you mentioned it, um, which is really nice of you. Um, so thank you for that. I really appreciated it. Um, I was having a bit of a shitty week and, and that really genuinely picked me up and made a huge difference. Um, so yeah, I guess it's the power of podcasting. Um, so thank you again for that. And I know Hannah was really excited to, to hear that as well. Um, yeah, so I might actually see if I can um, get Hannah to record a message with me because um, I was just listening to your latest Q&A. Uh, I think it was Christine mentioned about um, it'd be a good idea to sort of have feedback from people who um, who've got married and sort of looking at it from the other side, which I thought was a really nice idea. Um, so I think Hannah's probably a bit more reluctant than I am to record a message, but I'll see see if I can I can convince her. But yeah, just wanted to say thank you anyway. Um, you make a real difference, and really appreciate it. So thank you. Bye. So Dean was talking about his wonderful business called ownyourwedding.com. It's a wonderful free resource where you can download lots of templates. And I'm delighted to spread the word. You know, Dean never asked me to to plug his product. And it's really funny because I think Rich can attest to this from afar. I get sent lots and lots of weird emails, lovely emails as well, where people are like, Hi, Alicia, please promote my product. Bye. Or the funny one where they go, hi guys, I really enjoy your show. Please, can you mention this product? See you, bye. And like, who's these guys that they're talking about? It's it's pretty, it's more to me. It's Alicia. So I think when people write and they share their information with me, um, I'm not saying I'll do this for everyone, but I'm absolutely happy to promote things that I believe in. As you've heard with my sponsors, I only have people on the show that um, I've checked into and hopefully use their products. But it's always weird when people just ask you blatantly to plug something without offering any support in return. A little bit weird. Anyway, Dean carried on and uh, he's found Hannah. I'm really happy because we've never heard from Hannah. So I'm I'm just as excited to you to hear what Hannah has to say. Hi, Alicia. It's Dino again. Um, on one of your podcasts recently, um, I think it was Christine that mentioned it'd be quite a good idea to listen to um, some feedback from couples who've got married and um, sort of viewing it from the other side. And... Um, so I managed to rope in Hannah to say hello and um, we'll try and give some of our feedback on how it went. Um, hello, Hannah. Hello. <laughs> Hannah's my actual wife, just to prove that I did actually get married. I'm not making all this up. So we are um, groom chillers, bride chillers. Yep. We've actually made it through. Although we didn't um, we, we didn't know about your podcast back then. I didn't think you were doing it back then. So, But we would definitely have appreciated it, I'm sure. Um, but um, one of the things that Christine uh, mentioned was um, whether there was things that we we freaked out about before the wedding, but that actually turned out to be okay once we um, once the day came. Um, and one of the things that we freaked out about most was definitely the the weather because we were planning an outdoors wedding, and we were obsessed with the the forecast in the week up to the wedding. Well, it was longer than that for kind of the month or so before the wedding. I think so many bride chillers and groom chillers, that's not even a real thing. Bride chillers and groom chillers are 
thinking about the same thing, the old weather forecast, downloading 50 different apps as if they're going to tell you a different solution to your wedding woes. You know, honestly, I've got a friend, uh, you will be hearing from him in Groom Chiller Week, lovely Will is marrying Joe, and they are flying to Banff in Canada from the UK. It's a fabulous story. They've never been to Canada, yet they have committed to getting married there in uh, just a couple of months' time. But Will, I work with Will, and every day he comes to work and we hear a little bit more about the weather forecast for two months' time. And uh, look, I don't know, not that I don't believe in our weather forecasting capabilities. It's science, man. You know, I love science. But I think also some days it's best not to check what your weather potentially could be like on your wedding day if it's, you know, three months or more out. I just don't know if it's necessarily believable. However, you've got to be aware, be alert, but not alarmed. Carry on. And the one thing you can't do with weather forecast is look any further than like a day ahead because it just changes all the time. And so there was one point in the final week where we looked and it was predicting basically thunderstorms. Torrential at the exact rain. moment we were due to get married. Um, but I suppose because of that, we were worried about it, we made sure we had a plan B, which was um, we had a room inside the venue where we could go if we had to. Yeah, to have the ceremony. I suppose in the end, you just have to make sure that you've got a plan B for stuff like for, for stuff like that. If it's really worrying you, then make sure you've got a backup plan. Which is excellent advice, Dean. And so many people choose to ignore this advice. And so many different wedding planners and bloggers that I've spoken to over the last 18 or so months say this is the biggest thing that people choose to ignore. And that is the plan B weather situation and it just happens to be something that you know you don't want to be dealing with on the day if you have some sort of gorgeous outdoor weather situation even if you're living somewhere like I don't know like LA where it barely rains and you know you don't want to take that risk of not just having something to fall back on because you don't want to be worrying about that the morning of your wedding running around trying to find a nook for you to all cram under Uh, instead of perhaps finding that prior to. And it's not bad voodoo to go and just have a look. I think it's very sensible. And it doesn't mean you necessarily have to go and hire a marquee as a backup, although a lot of people do do that. I know it's really pricey. But if you're having an outdoor wedding, just ring around, find some sort of backup. Also, I think one thing is people sort of forget if they're getting married at a particularly um, you know, outdoorsy venue like a national park or something, just to ask one of the, the officers if they have a, a rotunda, that's a very 80s word, or something that is, is a good backup plan to go and check. It, it can't hurt. There, I've said it. I'll say it again and you'll all continue to ignore me. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's quite important. And make sure you share that backup plan with everybody else that's involved. Yeah. So they know what's going to happen and yeah. where they need to be. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about them carrying out that stuff. Yeah. And then on the day, um, it did actually piss it down in the morning. Um, it was torrential rain and the marquee was flooding. And Hannah didn't know about anything about this because... Um, I was at the venue, Hannah wasn't. Yeah. Um, but we had towels out in the marquee trying to mop up the, the flooding on the, the flooring. And, and on the carpet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, probably about an hour before the ceremony, um, the heavens sort of cleared and uh, the blue sky came out. 
Yeah. And um, so we made quite a, we had to make quite a quick decision as to whether we were going to move everything inside or stay outside. And fortunately, we, we stayed outside. Yeah. And I didn't actually know until I arrived at the venue whether we were going to be married inside or outside because yeah. it had been raining all morning. And the other question was whether there was something that we we wished we'd thought about. So something that happened on day which we hadn't necessarily thought about. But I don't think there was anything necessarily that that occurred to me. I mean, maybe sort of just worrying a bit less about some of the details. No, I think we were quite... We're quite careful in our planning. The, actually, one thing that went through my mind was that we didn't rehearse um, Hannah walking down the aisle. Um, well, we didn't really have an aisle because it was outdoors, so it was like a gap between where we had the seating. And uh, we didn't rehearse that at all. And um, I think when it came to it, we were we had music planned, which would, would have lasted like 30 seconds to 60 seconds or something. And yep. probably took her about five seconds to, to walk down the aisle. Yeah, I power walked down the, the aisle, <laughs> dragging my mum in my wake. I love this because I did exactly the same thing. I'm like, just get me there, just get me down there. So we also had like two minutes. I don't like in what planet am I taking two minutes to walk 20 metres? It wasn't even 20 metres. It was crazy. So it, I had exactly the same thing. Time it and then just double time it because you'll just get down there. You just want to get to your other person. Having, I just hadn't thought about trying yeah. to pace myself or anything. So it's probably worth um, sort of at least practicing that moment if you're going to do it. Because it's probably the one moment in the whole day where it is kind of a, a bit rehearsed. It should be a bit rehearsed. Yeah. And the if re- you're having a church wedding, you probably will have practiced it when you go to practice the ceremony with the, yeah. the priest. But no, otherwise, I think we were just a little bit surprised at how relaxed we were when it actually came to the day. We were probably worried about being worried. And then on the day... Yeah, I was quite concerned that I was going to be kind of panic-stricken on the day of the wedding. But I had a very zen, kind of chilled-out experience, which is quite unlike me. But I think it's because we'd we'd planned, we knew exactly what was going to going to happen who was taking who where kind of when I was going to have my hair done how much time we'd have afterwards to get ready so it was all I felt quite chilled out and the people I had around were also quite chilled out they knew what was going on Um, our photographer was very relaxed as well so she kind of just chilled the whole thing down I was just having a chat with her while I was doing my makeup and things and it was way more relaxed kind of that in that morning getting ready even though it was pouring down with rain when I went to have my hair done I still felt like okay this is happening it's fine we'll still get married so it's all going to be all right I have to interrupt Hannah here because I think this is one of the most simple but uh very uh cool statements that I've heard in a little while and that is the thing to go look whatever happens as long as you turn up and your other person's there it's all going to be okay Another point that she makes, and I think we sometimes forget to do this, is when you're talking to vendors that are going to be with you on the day, and I know this has been mentioned by the wonderful um, Laura Babb, who was on the show. She's a photographer, episode 9901, my lovely people. If you haven't heard her speak, she's fantastic, and she gives some fantastic advice about wedding photography and also just choosing vendors that give you good vibes. These are people you're going to be spending time, quite intimate time with. So if you don't get a good feeling from them, 
And even though if they take a shit hot photo, I would say look elsewhere. Because as Hannah said, she was in a situation where she could have been a little nervous with the weather and things not potentially going exactly to plan initially. And she said that the photographer was chilled out, so she was chilled out. So you want to be able to feed off people's energy, and I think you can get a pretty good um, vibe from them when you meet them, but also maybe ask those questions as well. You want to be able to feel comfortable and not be feeding off negative vibes or panicked vibes or vibes that aren't necessarily working for you on the day. Good point, Hannah. A bit of a miracle, really, for me, because I yeah get stressed about most things. You know what you were? You were a bride chiller. Yes, I was. Okay, so I think that's pretty much all we've got for you. Anyway, the, the main the main point is, is that you will worry about it and you will stress out about every last detail, but you should know that when the day actually comes, um, you will almost certainly just chill out and because there's nothing more you can do at that point and you just have to just relax and enjoy it and all your friends all your family are there and it'll just be it will be an amazing day and I know everyone says it goes really quickly and to try and take um take your time I think it's probably impossible actually to, mm-hmm. to do that I mean we we did take sort of five minutes when we we're having photographs and stuff just to have a bit of time together but it is really difficult because you're just so excited you just want to see everyone and do everything but uh, yeah. But yeah, it is an amazing day. So all the best to all you people out there planning your wedding and yep. uh, hope it goes well. Thank you so much, Dean and Hannah, for spending the time to share that with me. I love hearing all these previous bride chiller and groom chiller stories. I know that you like listening to it too, because when I suggested this, I got a barrage of emails and Twitters, Twitters, tweets saying, yes, let's have some bride chiller graduates. So I thought this is a good way to kick that off. And especially if you're getting married soon and you would like to share your experience with me, then get in touch because, or I was going to say, just leave me a voicemail like Dino did. You can do it um, easily if you've got a handset, if you've got an iPhone or an Android device. All you need to do is go into the recording thing. That's very technical. Hit record. You could leave me a 20-minute voicemail if you want. I would encourage that, to be honest. And then uh, send it to me. And I will edit it, talk over you, talk with you, enjoy it, and share the share the love. I really am grateful for you both spending the time doing that. And there were some really good pieces of advice. Now, normally, I play an ad here, but Dino has helped me out with that too. Didn't ask him. Love him. Hi, Lucia. It's Dino yet again. Um, one other thing I was going to mention was we recently bought um, bride chiller and groom chiller t-shirts for our friends George and Jenny who are getting married in May and I just want to say thank you for those they're really good and really good quality and um, we gave them as gifts along with our uh, um, RSVPs um, which I think is quite a, a nice a nice thing to do to give a little gift with them as well and um, George and Jenny were really happy with them so Thank you very much for that. And it was nice to show a little bit of support for Save Date Podcast, which is obviously excellent. Thanks. Big thanks to Dino for purchasing a Save the Date Wedding Podcast Groom Chiller and Bride Chiller t-shirt set for his friends. That's a really nice idea. I'd never thought about actually gifting someone 
uh, those t-shirts when you were accepting an invitation to their wedding. And I will steal that idea for marketing. Thank you, Dino. And uh, I really appreciate the time that you both took to record those messages. It's fabulous and lovely to hear from you again. And thank you for your continued patronage. Even though you guys aren't organizing a wedding, I really appreciate it. And you'll be happy to know that the Richard and Alicia show, it's not that's not what it's going to be called because that would be vomitous. Why not? It's Perfect. <laughs> it's not what we're calling the podcast. The website's available. Is it? Check it right now while I'm recording this. Uh-huh. Rich and I have decided, we've committed to uh, the second podcast. We are going to do a post, well, it's not even post-wedding. We went out to lunch today with a notepad. And it's funny, when we go to cafes carrying notepads, we think that they always think we are reviewing their restaurant. But we're not. We are just there making notes about future plans. So we went to a cafe and we sat down and we've gone through a list of all our needs and wants of what we want to do for this podcast. Because as you would have heard, if you are a longer term listener of the show, I've been battling with what to do as a second podcast. And whenever Rich pops up on this show, people really like it. And it's taken him a while to get it. But now he does. No, He's committed and he plays that game of pretending he's not interested, but he secretly loves it. You know what he also loves is when you tweet him. <laughs> he gets, he, <laughs> can I say this? Uh, yeah, go on. I'm not sure what you're going to say. Well, he has a little competition going with his friend Harry and they are both architects and engineers. And when Rich gets more attention than Harry on Twitter, uh, he cops a lot of shit, but he really enjoys it. So when I asked people to tweet at Rich a few weeks ago if they wanted to hear us together doing a podcast, he got some more attention than Harry. And it was fun. It's silly things that mates do between mates, but I really enjoyed it. And also, secretly, I was happy because it worked to my advantage of getting him involved and committed to do this podcast. So as well as him being happy... It made me happy, and also I got the signature on the form. He, not, there was nothing really signed, but it was a verbal marriage agreement that said, do you want to co-host this podcast with me? So we're nutting it all out. It's exciting. I'm really looking forward to launching this thing. It'll be a little, well, just a little bit a while off now. We're working now, getting all the branding done, all that sort of extra stuff that you've got to do, and uh, coming up with lots of different topics, which I'm going to hit you up with on the social medias over the next couple of weeks because I would also love your feedback and voicemails about a couple of different topics. And uh, I'm not going to give away too much now, but keep an eye out. And if you participate, there will be prizes and free things to say thank you very much for helping us launch this new podcast. Also, it will be a really exciting time for us to see how many people we can take across after the Save the Date winning podcast. And it's not going to be one of those you know, loved up, we would say in Australia, daggy, like naff relationship podcasts, which is just all sunshine and roses. You know, we're realists. We want to talk about all facets of relationships, being in a relationship, whether you're married or not. And uh, I think it's going to be really fun. We're stoked. We're excited. The end. Now, have you, have you, have you, have you entered this week's amazing competition? with the wonderful uh, Rock the Frock Bridal. If you haven't entered yet, head to my Instagram page. It's instagram.com slash Alicia McCormack. Uh, Follow me 
follow Rock the Frock Bridal and you can win a wonderful crown and glory veil. Now, these are the sassiest things you've ever seen. And it's they've got a whole collection. And Karen is allowing the winner to choose whichever bridal veil that you wish to have. And when you think of veil, these are like... I can't even describe to you. Some of them have writing on the back. You can pick whatever you want them to say. Some have little pom-poms on them or gorgeous pink, colorful, not just pink, bows. I mean, these are very modern and sassy little veils. So if you're not a veil person, but you want to wear something on your head, this is what you'd want to wear. So don't miss out. There are only three more days to enter. It's really worth it. Also, I'm giving away a t-shirt to go along with it. So, you know, you'll just love it. Someone's going to be really happy by the end of this week. To be honest, I hope you're really happy right now. Who knows, though? If you're not happy, if you have a quandary, a question, something you want to get off your chest, a statement, whatever, please get in touch and leave me a voicemail. As I said, you can happily record something on your personal device and just email it to me as if it's a longer file, or you can simply go to savethedatepodcast.com and uh, on the right-hand widget, you'll see a little bar that says speak into this, record this. This is speak pipe. It will just record a lovely little message and send it straight to my inbox and I can hear it and enjoy it. I love, love, love hearing your voicemails. Again, I'm not discouraging the emails, but no one wants to hear me read out a 14 paragraph email. I just think it's more interesting hearing your voice. There it is. Hope you're having a fabulous week. Tomorrow's Friday quickie is just around the corner. So I hope you're subscribing, listening, and enjoying. From us to you, we wish you happy days. Happy days. (laughs) 